Hi, welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. Did you know that you have been called to be a light in this dark world we're living in? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Y'all, it's Women's Month, and I'm excited about Women's Month because Women's History Month, I'm sorry, um, because I feel like women should be honored and spotlighted. So for the rest of the month, I'm going to continue to spotlight um, women who I believe are making history. Maybe not the history that's being taught to our children in the classrooms, but in the most important history book there is, that's God's book. And so when I tell you that, you know, I kicked it off with, I am enough, you know, I I had someone on last week making boss moves. And today, this one, she's making moves. She's creating a legacy leaving an inheritance for her children and her children's children's children. And so honestly, I just feel like she is an awesome woman of God. I'm so grateful and thankful for just her heart, her spirit, the friendship. And she is truly an amazing woman of God. And You know, we just mesh so well together because we got similar personalities and that's no shade to anybody else out there. But we just click because we got similar personalities. And so let me just not even belabor this because I've been so excited about today, about having her on. Um, She's been on the show several times, but she is truly more than just a friend. She's like a sister to me. And I just love her beyond and all that stuff. So I have a special guest for you all. And today we're going, like I said, to be talking about making moves, creating a legacy. And I didn't even give her that title. Um, So she had no idea what the title of the show was even going to be. So I'm going to introduce my friend, Um, She's not new to the show, but some of you all may not have heard her, but her name is Linda. Welcome, Linda. Thank you so much, Robin. And I love the introduction. Thank you. I love you, too. (laughs) You know, you are just so awesome. Can you just tell everybody a little bit about who you are? And if you want to talk about how we met or whatever, whatever is on your heart. How about we just go with that? Yes. Well, hi, everyone. Um, My name is Linda Stubbs. Um, I actually met Robin through my sister and her sister. So our sisters is how we connected. And at the time, we were both living in Georgia. And Robin would ride up to Charlotte um, quite often. And that was our first, like, live meetup. We had spoken on the phone before and connected But once we got in a car together, I think that was it. So um, it's It's been a look, it's been a roller coaster ever since. We've been on the ride ever since. Yes, definitely. We've been on the ride ever since because, you know, 
the funniest thing is Linda has two adorable little babies. Well, they ain't babies, but the little girl, she she running things, y'all. She running things. But the little boy was the one that, you know, would be on the, in the car with us on these rides to and from Charlotte. And me and him would just be going back and forth because he would be back there in that back seat throwing french fries all over the place just he just wasn't cooperative at all mm-hmm. and so i have to i had to turn around and look at him several times like look little boy it ain't gonna be me and you but it can be me and you today with your mama in the car mm-hmm. so but it's so interesting that our sisters were friends and they introduced us and we happened to be in a similar place, even though you lived, you were, you know, I lived in Africa and you lived in China, Um, (laughs) you know, but it was a good connection. And for Mm -hmm. most of you all, I'm just going to share this. Linda was my publicist, basically. She was, when my book dropped the first time, um, Linda was the one that just did some, she put her feet to work for me. And the launch was very successful in each place that I wanted to have it in because of her and because of her hard work. So it's more than just us taking car rides back and forth from Atlanta to Charlotte, but there was a relationship that was, there was an investment made. And so to be truthful with you, it's been an investment ever since. So now, do you kind of want to share a little bit about a little bit of your story um, with everybody so that they can kind of um, get a little bit f- more familiar with you? Um, or how do you want to do that? Yeah, <clears throat> that's fine. Um, I'm kind of at a loss of words, which is not the norm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know where to start. When you say share my story, like, do you mean like how I got back to Charlotte or like? Yes. How did you get back to Charlotte? And then that takes us into your nonprofit. Got it. Okay. So I was living in Georgia and um, with my family, my husband and my children, and my husband was murdered. And so I originally moved to Georgia for him. So obviously I wasn't going to stay there. And I really didn't feel like God wanted me to stay there. I think that God always intended for me to come back to Charlotte before I can move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because probably how I left, like, you know, how God will allow you to leave Mm -hmm. um, or do things. But um, I, I don't know. I just feel like I needed to come back even before that situation happened. So fast forward, um, being back in Charlotte, I decided to start a nonprofit um, called Empower Him, helping uh, men that have been incarcerated to start their own business because my husband actually um, had been in the system and it was very hard for him. A great man, many people that are in jail and have been in jail are great people. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the difference is from the people that have actually got caught is we haven't because no one is perfect. So we've all done things that we probably should have landed in jail for as well. Um, Even if it's as simple as taking something, a notepad or pens from your office 
if you didn't ask for it, that's technically theft. So um, unfortunately, these people that have been incarcerated are looked down upon. And even though it's claimed that they've paid their debt to society, um, once they've you know, done their sentence, they really haven't because when they come out, it's very difficult. And my husband tried many different things. He was a great, smart man. Um, but unfortunately, you know, things went wrong and, you know, it led to his demise. And so I wanted to create, I feel like God um, inspired me through my husband to do this nonprofit to help men start their own businesses. I think that that is exceptionally phenomenal for the simple fact that they're not defined by their circumstances. Right. And what happens is, is society says, yes, you've paid your debt, but then we're not going to help you. We're mm -hmm. going to make it that much more difficult for you to get on your feet, to be in a better place um, so that you can feel like not just a man, but a human, a human right. being. Because most of the people that are in jail, like you said, they're great people. Mm -hmm. Fell up on hard times did things that they're not proud of. They got caught. It's evident because they're behind bars and I'm not. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so with that, it's just almost like, again, they're still human. They still have emotions. Mm -hmm. They still have feelings. And we don't get, you know, it's not okay to just treat them any old kind of way. Why? Because they have a number that's going to follow them for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. They made a bad decision or several bad decisions. Mm -hmm. And then what? We just walk away or we turn our back because of their poor decisions. And, right. and so my thing is, is where's God in that? You know, because mm -hmm. we're the church. And, right. and we know that Jesus' ministry was outside the walls. They weren't in the church walls. Mm -hmm. They was outside the walls. He went and sat with folks that everybody talked about. So he would have been in the prison with the jailers. <laughs> exactly. Talking to them about stuff. While we sitting out here looking at them like, oh man, they done went and they were selling drugs. Oh, they shouldn't have been doing that. They got kids, you know, and just different things like that. And mm -hmm. so for you to, for God to give you a vision, for men who are in the system and coming out of the system and giving you an opportunity to be impactful in their life is phenomenal. Like I said, y'all, she making moves, making moves, but it's more or less about creating a legacy because I remember in the podcast that you did with me before, you talked about how it was like you encountered or incurred two deaths. Mm -hmm. You had two burials that you did. You buried your husband, who was your soulmate, your partner, your confidant, everything. Right. And then the dreams that you all had together for your children, for mm -hmm. your household, right? And yes. so with that, um, Proverbs 13 and 22 says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And so 
for you to create a legacy in honor of your husband because it's going to benefit your children, their children, their children, you know, and so it's going to be passed down from generations to generations because you didn't want it to just be buried when you buried your husband, but you wanted something to be left to carry on his name, the importance of what he stood for. And regardless to what decisions he made, he was still yet human first. Mm -hmm. A man with feelings and emotions trying to do what he could to make sure he took care of his wife and his household, his children. And so I think it's awesome that you um, have created a legacy, right, for your kids and their kids. And so, of course, you know, I did some, you know, <laughs> I'm the Google queen, y'all. Say it every time, the Google queen. <laughs> so godly legacy continues enriching people's lives and bringing God glory throughout eternity because it describes the way a person had kindly treated others. Now, I want to ask you, what is the process? So how can, what is the process that you have set up for someone who is interested in being a part of your organization? Well, initially, um, I was calling out to places um, that could kind of get the word out. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic happened. And so, you know, it's kind of been uh, nothing going on at this time. But ironically, with um, me and you going to the homeless shelter yesterday and meeting that woman, Mm -hmm. and um, her telling <laughs> right and her telling us how they also help um, you know men that have been in prison or in jail um, mm -hmm. I believe that that's the start um, because I'm gonna reach out to her and just see if she can pass along my information so that I can have a conversation with him um, we're gonna have classes starting in April uh, for people that want to get into real estate. And so with that, it's less to nothing uh, to start. And I'm hoping that I can get um, some of those men that are interested in starting their own business, maybe down that path, um, you know, to starting investing and then moving on from there with whatever they, whatever else they may want to do in business. You know, I love that because in that, what you've done is, is you've given them a choice. And we talked about that yesterday with those awesome people that were there. Mm -hmm. We talked mm -hmm. about decisions and choices, how we get to make decisions and choices about which way we're going to go, mm -hmm. what we're going to do. And so a door open that you didn't even expect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it was crazy because it's because of you that I even connected in that place. And so it's like how God is just these he's orchestrating divine appointments mm -hmm. across the board that they are inner. They're connecting and locking like a chain makes me think mm -hmm. of a link. 
-hmm. you put a link and then somebody else comes along and put another link. Then somebody else comes along, and put another link. And so not only did it open a door for you to make a connection um, with some people in that venue or that avenue, but you got information that would mm -hmm. help your organization. Yes. That yes. will help them, you know, mm -hmm. be able to take those classes, you know, be able to be a part of the program. So how long have you, what kind of timeline have you designated for the program for them? So this specific program and, and obviously when I first um, when God first gave it to me, like I, I had no idea. And, you know, that's how God does. He's like, listen, this is what I want you to do. And then you just believe and I will give you the the the, the steps um, as you walk, which me, I wanted it all laid out first. I don't want no steps as I walk. I want to know, <laughs> you know, from beginning to end, mm -hmm. what, what am I doing? So this has changed, honestly, a few times. Um, initially when the idea came, my plan was whatever they wanted to do, I would help them to actually execute it. Okay. Um, and that's still, that's still going to happen. However, because there's already a program that I'm connected with to help people that want to learn how to do wholesaling and real estate, um, it's just going to be, I think, phenomenal for them to get in and start with that, especially if they don't have the funds to start their business. So mm. that's gonna be the first process because the classes are actually free and that will help them to, you know, begin the process of entrepreneurship. And then from there we can discuss what else they wanna do. Cause I don't wanna just like help them to uh, like start in this, I want to see them along the way. I want it to be a situation where, you know, they're making money and they can come back and also be a part of helping others that are in the same situation. So it's exactly. kind of like a give back. That's what mm -hmm. I'm hoping to encourage other people because a lot of times people get out of their situation and they forget that they was in that situation. Even us talking to those men yesterday and women, it's like they're you know, in their situations, they're homeless, but any one of us could be. Even if you're a millionaire, things could change today, tomorrow, and you can end up in the same situation. So it's like, if you've come out of a situation, why wouldn't you want to go back and help somebody else to avoid some of the pitfalls that you've had? So it's just, it's more than just helping these men um, become entrepreneurs and, and live the dream that God has given them, but it's also about giving back. To help someone else. And you know what? And that is very important because what's so crazy is that society have depicted to our young men that either they need to be playing some kind of football, basketball, they mm -hmm. want to rap or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, because they see all these folks with all these bands, mm -hmm. bands of money, mm -hmm. you know. And but Tiger Woods didn't become great a great golfer overnight mm -mm. nobody saw the work that he put in 
they only saw the end result of what he did. Right. And that's what's wrong with most of the generation today. They lazy. They don't want to put no work in. They want to have someone give them or hand them something. And then they go from there, but don't want to put the work in. Mm -hmm. And so I like the idea that, dude, you, you can't, you coming from the bottom. Mm -hmm. This is a great place for you to start at the bottom. Why? Because you can get key information along the way because of the, the link, the, mm-hmm. the links in the chain. Right? Mm-hmm. right. So now the connection to the door is open from the vision that God gave to you, but it's up mm-hmm. to them to continue to put one foot in front of the other to see that to the end. You got to put Most some work definitely. to that. You got to put some right. work to that. I'm not going to open the door. That's almost like saying, okay, well, you want me to make the money? You want me to go to the grocery store? You want me to cook the food, serve you, and clean up behind you too? No. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to we gotta get out of that mentality that... Um, I don't want to put in any work. I don't want to make an investment in myself because I just want a microwave fix mm-hmm. because it's easy. It's simple. But think about it, Robin. A lot of things have been made simple. Think about what was it? I don't know how long the Internet has been out, but I remember being a teen and AOL appearing. I think it was AOL Mm -hmm. um, where it would like make this weird connection. But when you say microwave, you know how quickly we can microwave our food, how quickly we can find information. We don't have to go to the library like we did back in the day and, and, and look up one book to have to search another book and on and on and on. These kids can find out information in less than a millisecond or less than a minute. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's kind of, unfortunately they are being groomed not even kids, adults too, are being groomed to expect that things are going to happen overnight. And like you said, with the example of Tiger Woods, the same thing. We don't see people like him. We don't see people like Michael Jordan or the rappers, the singers. We don't see the in-between, that middle, which the middle is the worst and everything. Even when you're going through a storm, the middle is horrific because you're trying to get to the other side of that. So we never get to see that. And we think because we just see these people on TV, you know, winning that that's all like it just appeared overnight. And that's not the case. There was a lot of hard work. They probably quit a million times in their mind, as I'm sure you have. And, and definitely speaking for me, there's many a times that I was just like, OK, I'm not doing this no more in my mind. But the whole thing is we never stopped. We continue to go and pursue. And I think that's another thing. Resilience. You know, these kids and and even adults are not being taught that. So when things don't go the way that they expect it to go, they give up. You're absolutely correct. Because I I honestly have to tell you, just a couple weeks ago, I said I'll quit. (laughs) Yeah, right. I said I quit. I said I quit. Right. And I was definitely ready to quit on Friday at work because, you know, they didn't got on my nerves, child. They, I was ready. I was over it. Okay. Right. 
I was literally over it. Okay. So now when you think about creating a legacy, it talks about putting a stamp on the future and making a contribution to future generations. So how do you think this will impact your kids as they grow up and once they become older? So I think that um, it's two sides to that. One side is um, obviously we keep talking about choices, Mm -hmm. you know, even through my husband's death, I had to make a choice to either um, let the pain kill me or let the purpose fulfill me. And I decided that I was not going to let his death and, and our love be in vain. Like there's no way that, you know, this happened um, for no reason. And so I think through uh, the resilience of that, I'm going to be teaching my kids a lot um, when it comes to choices. Even now, you know, them being so young, I'm like, listen, the choice that you make, there's going to be a consequence. How big that consequence is, I don't know. But that's very important for me um, to teach them, you know, that and resilience and just working hard and keeping God first. So that's one side. But the other side to it is I want my kids to know that it's just not about, um, like they don't have to do college if they don't want to, you know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Um, you know, I've had a lot of things that I've done that, um, has not gone the way that I expected them to go, but I'm continuing. And so I hope that they take over this nonprofit and and do other things with it. I hope that this helps them to see that it's not about them. Yes. What you do and the choices that you make are important, but the life that you live is also about helping someone else too, supporting someone else and not feeling like, well, if I do this for them, then, you know, what's going to happen with me? Like, I don't want them to be selfish. I want them to understand that what you do for others is going to come back to you, good or bad. So I feel like, you know, the legacy will be in for them to hopefully get into the nonprofit and, and do their own thing with business, but mm-hmm. also build their character to understand that <clears throat> it's not about you. It's about mm. what God has given you to help others. Mm. You know, I like that because you're right. It is. It should teach them um, and build character in them. But I also would like to think and believe too that you walking out this thing in front of them is also going to make a contribution to the decisions that they make later on because they're going to say, hey, you know, my mom, you know, we don't know how she did it, you know, but what we do know is, is that she did it. Right. And we can't let it die with her and our dad because she put some some footwork to this. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have to pick up that torch and carry it. And like you said, probably by the time they get old enough, ain't no telling what might be the next thing that might happen. Mm-hmm. But how they will touch those in their generation. 
you know, because mm -hmm. it is truly about you helping somebody else. Mm -hmm. And we've had to learn this the hard way. It really ain't about you. Mm -hmm. You would like for it to be, but it really ain't. Right. Jesus ain't going to let that go down that way because mm. it's about him and it's about mm -hmm. his word. Right. And so right. I love the idea that and the fact that God does give us choices. Mm -hmm. He loves us that much to say you get to choose. His word even says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Either going to serve God or you're going to serve man. But you mm -hmm. can't do both. And so I love that this would be from generation to generation, which leads me into my next point. Um, a thought, perspective, and or belief that is emotionally or culturally passed down from our families. Now, we talked about this yesterday. And you said, I don't even know what my mom and dad's dreams are or were. Mm -hmm. You know, but this is going to be different because it's starting with you and starting with your kids. Right. right. So what kind of perspective or thoughts? I mean, how did that make you feel like knowing that even though mama and them, you know, they had dreams, but you ain't never really seen them move in that direction. Now mm -hmm. you're you're raising little people. And you want something more for them because of the conversations, the relationship that you and your husband have had mm -hmm. and the things that y'all talked about for your kids. So how does that tie in with that perspective? Um, I definitely think that, well, already, um, I'm learning how to support my children at the ages of three and six, mm -hmm. um, because I believe that is so important. You know, everything that we do now is going to help shape and mold their the, all the, the things that you just said, their perspective, um, you know, their thought process, how they move. So it's very important for me now. I try to be very sensitive and I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes, you know, mm -hmm. um, but in the way that I support them. So looking at what they um, love now and 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 helping, you know, they love to paint. So I've gone to Michael's and, you know, gotten the canvases and the the paint brushes. And so every weekend we paint. And guess oh. what? They may decide that that's not something that they want to do later. They may get bored with it and then we'll do something else. Like mm -hmm. I want them to be able to do what they want to do. And even though like entrepreneur, like I'm, I'm, I'm tr following my dreams, I believe what God has given me, mm -hmm. it may not be their same dream to have their own business. And that's okay. It's not for everybody. Right. Um, but whatever it is that they want to do, I want to be there to support them in executing that. I think execution is the key to, to everything that you want to get done because it all starts in our mind, right? Right. But everything that we see around us was a thought, but then they had to execute that. And it took a lot of time, I'm sure, hard work, dedication and, you know, failures. And I just want them to, I want to be able to help them 
to live out whatever the dream is that God has given them. That's what I think that I learned from my parents. Um, and then what I'm trying to do in life. I well, think you know, that, mm-hmm. not to cut you off, but no, no, cultu- culturally, that's generally how we have tended to operate. Mm-hmm. We operated the way that we saw mama and them operate and grandmama mm-hmm. and them operate and their parents before them operate. And this generation is truly different. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen nothing like it, <laughs> truthfully speaking, uh, because I worked. And if mm. nothing else that I didn't, that I learned from grandmama and them, because I was raised by my grandparents, they instilled in us a good work, work ethic. Mm-hmm. And then being a single mother of two kids, I don't know nothing else. Right. I only know how, and to be truthful with you, I wish that some of this information that we have now come into and we're learning about now that I had it back then because Mm -hmm. maybe my struggle wouldn't have been as hard. Right. You you see what I'm saying? And so now Mm -hmm. at this stage in the game, my kids are grown. I have a grandson who's 10 about to be 11 this year. And I'm hoping that he picks up where his mom, you know, didn't pick up. Mm-hmm. And he does something unique for his generation. Because ain't no telling what the world going to be like when mm-hmm. he gets old enough. Mm-hmm. And even for your kids. We don't know what the world is going to be like. We don't even know if it's going to be a world. Right. By the time your kids get grown and be able to make decisions on their own. But I just think that what you've done is, is you've, you've put something in perspective for them and said, Hey, I started this. Now it's yours to do however you choose if that's what you choose to do. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could take it in a different direction or take it to another height or level that I couldn't take it to. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you. But it's right. here. It's available. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you're going to do it or you have to do it. I'm just saying that I've made it available so that you didn't have to travel the same path or road that I had to take. Right. And for some reason or another, these kids just want to go down the hard road. And I'm looking at them <laughs> like, girl, bye. Because I should have listened. Uh, Somebody right. asked me, if you would, if you could go back, what would you do different? Listen. Mm. I would have mm. listened a yes. lot more than I ever did. Because mm. it is in the listening, I probably would have been saved so much heartache, so much right. disappointment. So so many different things that I subjected myself to and my children to because I wouldn't listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, I agree. you know, we can only hope that that concept of training up a child in the way that they should go and it won't they will never depart from. Mm-hmm. We all veer off the pathway, but that doesn't necessarily mean our kids is going to do the same thing that we did. Right. 
just because we veered off don't mean that they're going to veer off. And I'm not even speaking that over any of them. You know, but it is our job as their parents um, to live that thing out, speak life over them mm-hmm. and and live life in front of them so that they have a they have an example to go off of and not right. mama and them and grandmama and them example. Mm-hmm. Because most of them didn't live. Right. And the way that they was living, they thought they was doing great. And it was great for their time. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't going to work today. Right. For where we are today. We couldn't take mm-hmm. what they got mm-hmm. and, and put it in today and think mm-hmm. that we're going to make it work. Exactly. You know, and so which leads me into my next point. Handed down from one period of time to another period of time. You know, that thing right there stuck with me. Handed down from one period of time to another period of time. That's just what we just was. We've been talking about mm-hmm. handing mm-hmm. something down to your kids. And they're going to be in a different period of time. And I love the fact that you said. They may not want to go to college. And the fact that they may not want to go to college, to be truthful with you, I think college is hyped up and overrated. Mm -hmm. And that's coming from somebody that's in a world of debt, thinking I needed to get a bachelor's and a master's, according to what society said I needed in order to work in this field or that field. That ain't true. Mm-hmm. But if I had had that information before I started down that pathway, maybe I wouldn't have never took that road. But right. is, isn't that how God works? Like he yeah. lets us go down a pathway that he didn't even call us to. Mm-hmm. But he going to use it. Yes. And so you give your kids an opportunity to say, well, you know what, mom, I don't think college is going to be the move for me. Okay, well, what you want to do? You know, you're going to have to do something because mm-hmm. ain't nobody going to come and give you nothing. Right. You So I just was, and I always believed that the early bird catches the worm. I know it's a cliche, but it's a true. It's, it's been true for me. And I used to tell my kids all the time, you will never get anything laying on your back looking at your eyelids. Right. <laughs> because ain't nobody going, it's not going to fall out the sky. So, hmm. ah, here I am for you. Your blessings. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, ain't going to just drop in your lap like that. Because right. God is still expecting us to do a part. We have a part mm-hmm. in this thing. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I got this over here and I'm going to do what I'm going to do because of what I've already designated for your life and for the purpose that I have put in you and plans that I have made for you. But what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. But that's like the faith without works is that like I, that you. Yes, you have to have faith, but you got to work, too, because <laughs> it's, it's not going to drop. It would be lovely. Like if we're sitting with, you know, you're sitting where you are I'm sitting, and something just drops that we wanted. How awesome would that be? But then it would be boring, too. Like, could you imagine like God created us to live? 
So yeah. that's not how he operates. Like you gotta put in the work. And for some, I don't care what nobody says. For some, yes, it is gonna be harder. Sorry, mm-hmm. my kids, it may be harder than than someone else's kids. <laughs> it is what it is. You got to do it if you want it. That's just the bottom line. Believe that God can do it. And then when he tells you to to start making moves, do it. And he's not going to show you all of them. Just, but you got to work. Sorry. Look, look, in Pastor Stevens' terms today, surprise. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Mm -hmm. You know, that blessing ain't tapping on your shoulder. Tell us about here. Right. I'm here, girl. Why your back turned to me and I'm tapping you on your shoulder. I'm trying to I'm trying to be right in your face. Mm-hmm. But that's not no. Mm-mm. And God is the best element of surprise because mm-hmm. he never does things the way we think he should. Right. And his word says mm. that my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As far as the mm-hmm. east is from the west. Mm-hmm. And we know how far that is. But there really ain't no set distance for him because he's omnipresent. He's all powerful, all knowing, you know, Mm -hmm. omnipotent, omnipotent, you know. And so we just we can't even see past the corner. Right. Matter of fact, we can't Mm -hmm. see past the front door, (laughs) but he can see on the other side of the front door and around the corner. Right. Right. But our kids in the generation today, they just waiting on that blessing to just fall right in their lap. Hmm. And it's almost like you're setting yourself up for disappointment Mm -hmm. and failure. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you waiting on it to tap you on your shoulder and it's waiting on you to tap it on its shoulder. Right. And then God is saying, okay, well, as soon as you grab a hold of it and catch it, now I'm in business. Mm-hmm. You gave me something to work with because you trusted me enough to take a step out on faith and put some work to that vision that I put in you. Right. And so I just mm-hmm. think it's awesome in itself that you decided that you wanted to live and you wanted to do it not just in your own terms or on your own terms, but you wanted to do it according to how God have positioned it because you finally realized that, Hey, what I was doing wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And if I want to see it work, I got to follow the master's plan. Because he has the plan. Right. He just wants us to be willing to execute the plan. Mm -hmm. And so we hope that what comes out of this is just that. They see my mom, she did not give up. She kept doing, kept believing, kept walking kept telling us, teaching us, showing us, living it out in front of us that we are not limited. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to be caught up in our thought processes because see, when you get caught up in your thought process, that's when you limit yourself. Right. Because in your Mm -hmm. mind, 
is telling you, ah, you ain't going to be able to do that. Who told you mm-hmm. you could do that? Girl, mm-hmm. bye. You really think you're going to get that one off? Okay, I'll wait for it. <laughs> waiting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a countdown, waiting. And you still trying to figure out and process a lot of different things. And somebody done went on to the next thing. Right. And so um, legacy focus on what will what we will endure. It's about passing on things of lasting values to those who will live on after us. All the things that we just said. Mm-hmm. So for your children, if you had to. Speak a word to them right now. What would that be? Faithful. And it's funny because we don't know, like we think when situations happen, we are going to be one way. And then when (laughs) things happen, we are totally opposite. And so we think that that disqualifies us from God. But that's not the case. He already knew how you were going to act. He already knew the thoughts that you were going to have, you know, how you were going to treat him based off of the situation that he allowed to happen. But that doesn't mean because you reacted differently from how you thought you would pre-situation, that that means that God is done with you and that he's disappointed in you. I think the fact that we remain faithful, we still walk with God You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you still, even with, I mean, I thought at one point I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to go to hell for some of the thoughts that I've thought, you know, when situations (laughs) has happened, I'm like, that's it. I'm saying like, God, why didn't you take me before I thought that thought so that I could get into heaven? Mm. But that's the way man thinks. Mm -hmm. God already knew every thought that I would have, every situation. He knew how I was going to deal with it. He knew it all. And I'm thinking that I'm going to go to hell because I was upset with him or I may have thought something or said something out loud. And it's just like, but I'm still walking with God. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to live out Jesus, the Holy Spirit in me. And even though I still think bad thoughts and wrong thoughts, the fact that I'm still walking with God, I think is a testament to my faithfulness to him because he's already faithful to me girl it's about me being faithful to him mm-hmm. but the enemy would like to say oh yeah you're you know god is done with you because what you thought or how you acted nope i'm still walking with him i'm still trying to be the, the 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 best version of myself that he created i'm still trying to do that so as long as i'm still trying to do that <laughs> i'm good faithful that's what i would say And, you know, it's so interesting because when you think about it, just and this was one of the things that you shared yesterday, you talked about how if you read the Bible, what what did he look at the Mm -hmm. folks that he dealt with? Yes. He had thieves, liars, cheaters. Well, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Murderers. Exactly. all, All of it. (laughs) <laughs> all that nonsense and stuff right. that we got that we looking at today that's what he it was a mess yes then. but he still loved them and they still did great things he still used them to do great things every one of them and so you know really what? you mm-hmm. know why i believe he used them 
because wow. their hearts was open to being mm -hmm. used. I agree. Mm -hmm. And so when your heart is open to do his will, then he's saying, yep, she get it. Mm -hmm. Now she's stepping in where I want her to be at. Now he's moving in the direction that I'm calling him to go in. And mm -hmm. I, you know, shared a little bit of a story yesterday, but, you know, I shared with you on the way down there, which you didn't know that I was homeless, mm -hmm. sleeping in my car with my kids and a husband. And I had to take my kids to McDonald's and wash them up before I took them to school until I could find a place for them. And for the first time in my life, I had been without a roof, a covering over my head for me and my children. Now think about, had I just decided then, you know what? I, I'm not doing nothing else. I'm just, hmm. I'm going to tap out right now. Because it can't get no worse than this. Right. And then who would have thought some years later that I would end up on the psych ward in a hospital? <laughs> what if I had gave up then? Hmm. What if I had used the fact that my biological daddy didn't want nothing to do with me. Never had any, there was no part in my life till I was 15. And then even then he still wasn't active in my life. What if I'd have used that? And so there's so many different things that is valid. Right. You can validate why you made this decision. Or why you went in that direction. But does it mean you really have to do it? And I think that the world itself is just blaming every something or someone for the issues that we have in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, just because you saw your dad not treat your mom right don't mean you have to go start mistreating women. That's true. It's about a choice. Mm -hmm. And so I love how you have basically taken a vision. You have embraced where you are. And you're finally walking in the direction that God wants you to be walking in. There's no other way for you to go but up. Because even in the worst and the thick of things, because you're still processing your husband not being here. You're still processing trying to be the best mom to those two little adorable people because <laughs> mm -hmm. they can't, they full of life and personality, especially that little girl. Oh yeah. Yes. They're they're They got life and personality. 
And they going to, I believe wholeheartedly that they're going to see the legacy that you have, you and your husband have established for them because he's here in spirit with y'all. Mm-hmm. And he still was a part of, in spirit, establishing this with you for them. Definitely. He's going to, they're going to see it and be like, man, we can do A, B, C, D. Mom, what you think about this? Yep, you sure can. I ain't even see that. But that's going to come out of you continuing to allow them to just grow and become the people that God has created them and creating them to be. Mm -hmm. in whatever direction he wants to take the legacy at that point. Yes. But it's not going to die with them. It ain't going to die with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because you're giving them an opportunity to choose. But at least you got a a head start on it Mm -hmm. if that's what you want to do. Because you've laid it out. You've laid out the... You've laid out the pathway for them to at least have a head start, a jump start on what direction that they want to go in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. So in my book, you making moves and making history because how many times or what would life for us be like had we just had the same things? Could we honestly say that they would have been as hard as they were if we had had at least had half the information that we got today? (laughs) Girl, I'm thinking I should be sitting pretty right now (laughs) because I should have went in the military. I had an opportunity to do that and I would have retired Air Force when my daughter turned 21. Tyran might not have made it here. The tear might have might have only had been an only child. But I wanted to go into the Air Force and I would have did 20 years in the Air Force. So when my daughter turned 21, I would have been retiring from the Air Force at 20. And I'm thinking about the fact that I wouldn't be in all this debt. Got some great benefits in retirement coming in to do whatever I want to do. Nope. That ain't my story. Right, right. <laughs> that's not my story. Newsflash, surprise, that's not my story. <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking, I'm liking Pastor Stephen titling that message. Surprise, because <laughs> surprise, that's not my story. Right. <laughs> and so I just think it's phenomenal. And like I said, even though this would be something that would not be taught to the kids in school, it doesn't matter because your name is in the book that counts the most. Mm-hmm. And that's his book. And past yes. that, everything else, hey, it's just like water in the bucket. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because this is where it matters at. Mm-hmm. And your kids will tell stories about you and their kids will learn about 
you. And their kids' kids will learn about you. And that's where yes. it should be. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say thank you for entertaining me for this long. Uh, but <laughs> thank you for having me. Listen, you are an awesome person. And to be truthful with you, I am so honored and so privileged that you have trusted me with certain things that are very sensitive. You know, you've taken a step out on faith to share and, you know, not be ashamed, not feel some type of way. You know, um, you have allowed me to be a part in this with you. And so honestly, I listen, keep making moves because you are taking a step in the right direction. And I believe wholeheartedly that not only is God proud of you, but your husband is looking down and he's proud of you too. And I'm proud of you, you know, for having the courage to just keep getting up. Because I think there's been a many a days and you didn't even know where you encouraged and blessed me to keep getting up. And and so I'm just honored that I get to see it. I'm a witness. I'll be telling everybody I'm a witness. I'm a witness to this. And I'm so grateful and so thankful that you came on to share Um what you're doing. So now how can people get a hold of you? Um, if they want to like, can people volunteer, you know, how would that work? Yeah. So definitely. Um, if there are other entrepreneurs that would want to mentor, that would be great. Um, they can email me at empower one at gmail.com. So that's E M P O W E R H I M the actual number one mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Um, because again, I don't want it to just be a situation where it's just, you know, the, the wholesale real estate. Um, I want them to be able to do whatever it is that God has empowered them to do. So um, yeah, for right now, I need people that, you know, have their own businesses or um, entrepreneurs that want to be able to, to mentor. So if someone wants to write a book, hint, hint, you know, maybe. <laughs> Here we you go, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. And she doing it. Look, she done put me on blast in front of y'all, child. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, yes. So that is that is what I'm looking for right now. And um, I thank you so much for having me and allowing me to speak about, you know, what God is doing. I think you know, this is amazing and I'm so happy for you and, and all that he's going to do and for me to be a witness um, and what he's doing in your life as well. Well, thank you for that. You know, I'm just grateful and thankful because God has given me this platform and I'm just willing. So where two or more are gathered in the midst, there shall he be. So if it's yes. only two of us, he's still here. Yes. And that's all that matters. And so at the end of the day, and I had to learn that through you. You helped me learn about that because 
we've had similar experiences. And so you just talking me through that has been the, the very reason why I have not given up, why I continue to get up and continue to take steps, continue to just do what he's called me to do because somebody else needs whatever this is that I have. Mm -hmm, most definitely. So it's really not about me. And again, I want to thank you for coming on. But before I sign off, I want to let everybody know that this platform is on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Live, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker. Also, um, I'm your host, Robin. I want to just say thank you for taking the time out this afternoon to listen. Um, if you haven't had a chance to do so, the second edition of my book, Broken, To Be or Not To Be, that is the question, is on Amazon. You can find that by Googling my name, Robin Griggs, R-O-B-I-N-G-R-I-G-G-S. And honestly, it, even if you don't think that it's relevant to you, buy it and give it to someone. Be a blessing to someone else. And I just pray that today was a blessing as I share my friend with all of you all, as she's making moves, creating a legacy for her children and her children's children, um, according to Proverbs 13, 22. And so I'm your host, Robin, and I want to say thank you for tuning in. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you. Have a great rest of the day.